Hi there, and welcome to our podcast for Mr. Pulling's third period deconstructing race class. Um, we're going to be just talking a little bit about the different books we're reading today. Um, my name is Jenna Foster. First of all, I'm 17 years old. I am, I use she, her pronouns. I'm white and I have lived in Arinda, California my entire life. Um, and today for our podcast, I'm here with Sachin, Fiona, and Chaya, who will all introduce themselves as well. So I'd like to do that. I'm Sachin. I'm also 17. I'm Indian American. My pronouns are... And for the majority of my life, I've also lived in Arinda, although I was born on the East Coast. Hi, uh, my name is Fiona Young. I am 18, white. My pronouns are she, her, um, and I have always lived in Narinda. Hi, my name is Chaya Tong. I'm 17 years old. I'm half Indian and half Chinese. Um, my pronouns are she, her, and I've lived in between Lafayette and Pleasant Hill for my whole life. Okay, so now that you know a little bit more about all of us. Um, We're going to be talking about the different books we're reading for our Deconstructing Race class. Um, And all four of us have works of fiction by BIPOC authors. Um, So we'll just kind of get started talking about those. Sachin, do you want to start us off? Tell us a little about what you're reading. Sure. So I'm reading Spot Allende. a little bit about this book. It was published in 1982. It's like a historical fiction novel, sort of, but it mixes that with kind of some magical elements. So while based in a historical setting, there's some like supernatural factors that play a part. Um, what's interesting about it is it follows four different characters that span three different generations, all in one family. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see how traditions and beliefs kind of influence different characters all from the same family. Um, This author is very famous now. Um, This book was her debut and it's um, extremely exciting because it started off as kind of this uh, letter to her dying grandfather at the time and it kind of became this huge catapulting book that catapulted her career and kind of led her to stardom. Um, She got the best novel of the year in Chile in 1982 and received other awards and this book has been translated into over 20 languages. That book sounds really interesting Sachin. If you don't mind me asking what led you to choose this book in particular? Well I was very curious about the setting because it's someone who's writing a Chilean person who lived through kind of the period where um, Salvador Allende lived um, and where the country faced turmoil Um, and it's kind of going back through the history and a history that I've always been really interested in so I kind of wanted to see that history and I'm also a big fan of fantasy books and kind of magical elements so it's kind of a mix of two things that I really enjoy. Yeah, sort of an unusual like combination, but I look forward to hearing more about the book as you continue reading. Um, so my book is 
by an Asian American author. Her name is Amy Tan. Uh, she first published Joy Luck Club, and that was like her debut novel that kind of launched her into fame, uh, similar to Sachin's author. Um, I'm reading her book, The Kitchen God's Wife. It was published, published in 1991. And it's a book um, about an, the daughter of an Asian American immigrant. Uh, her name is Pearl. She lives in San Francisco. And it's about her relationship with her mom, but more broadly, her relationship with her culture. Um, growing up um, as an Asian American, that duality of her nature is explored in this book. Um, it also has historical elements um, as her mom left China in the 1920s during World War II. So that's something I'm really excited for because I think that time, not excited for, but really interested in um, that World War II is an interesting time period. Um, and I've always been intrigued by um, stories of like immigration. I've read other books along the lines of like World War II, um, refugees coming from other places in Europe. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Um, yeah. That sounds really cool, Fiona. I remember we read Amy Tan's Joy Luck Club sophomore year, and I was just wondering, like, what motivated you to pick this book and how did you kind of come across this? Yeah, I loved Joy Luck Club when we read it. Um, I just loved how honest Amy Tan was and also how she could write sort of mundane things that looked kind of everyday on the surface but she wrote in a way that like there was such a beautiful subtext and you could you could read into it really as much as you wanted um and it also she writes like about relationships specifically mother and daughter relationships a lot in her books and I um, see a lot of my own relationship with my mom in the relationships of her characters Um, and I just wanted to read more from her and I thought The Kitchen God's Wife would be um, a perfect book to keep exploring her writing with. That's cool yeah I'm I'm excited to hear more about Amy Tan's book too. I loved reading her sophomore year. Um, My book is in a pretty similar vein. I'm reading On Earth We're Briefly Gorgeous by Ocean Wong and similar to Fiona's book it also explores this kind of um, mother and son relationship and um, yeah the book was pretty recent. It's originally published in 2019. Uh, Like everybody else's it's a work of literary fiction and I think what makes it kind of interesting is that it's actually arranged in a series of letters that a boy writes to his mom who cannot read. Uh, the book is semi-autobiographical. Ocean Vuong actually immigrated to Hartford, Connecticut from Vietnam with his own mother, and he learned to speak English in school and actually didn't read at grade level until age 11. So it's really fascinating that um, now he's like one of the most renowned poets and writers of this generation, which is just crazy. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited to read this book. It was set about, I want to say like maybe 20 years ago and kind of tracks his own life um, and also his character's life in terms of growing up in America as the son of an immigrant. That book sounds fascinating, Chaya. I'm uh, not familiar with the author, but after hearing that explanation, I 
would really like to read some of his works. Um, could you tell us a little bit about what themes you're expecting to see in the novel and what you're sort of hoping to gain from reading this book? Yeah, well, I'm definitely expecting to see a lot about immigration, but also a lot about kind of this relationship between a mother and son and both kind of a cultural and language divide that exists there. Um, I was really excited to read this book because, similar also to Fiona, um, I had previously read some of Ocean Vuong's work. I'd read some of his poetry from his debut collection, Night Sky with Exit Wounds. And I was really looking for something with really lyrical, beautiful kind of language. Um, and I'm really excited because this is actually his first book of prose. So I'm definitely expecting some like very beautiful poetry-like language, but in the context of a story. Mm. I definitely want to read that book now. I'm a big poetry fan, so I'm going to add that to my list for future reading. Um, However, right now I'm reading um, Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste Ng. Um, And this book was published quite recently. It came out in 2017. And it's also a fictional novel um, centering around a suburban family and a single mom and daughter who are the tenants of a another home that the family owns um and it it's really striking to me because it from what i've read so far it bears a lot of resemblance to orinda and this whole la Miranda area that we all live in um so i think it offers a really unique insight on the interactions between people in uh wealthy suburban predominantly white areas such as this one and um the role that race can play there um and yeah you you all may have heard of it um it's gotten a lot of praise and awards um this is celeste ing's second book and her first received a lot of awards um but uh, little fires everywhere has uh hmm. it was a number one new york times bestseller and it was named best book of the year by multiple different sources um and it also was produced as a hulu miniseries that was extremely popular so i've gotten a lot of recommendations from friends and family and i've heard great things about this book so i'm really excited to uh read it that's really exciting especially seeing how it kind of resembles our own little suburb I guess, what, what kind of lessons or messages do you think you're going to get from it? Yeah, um, I'm really hoping to just gain more insight on race. I think so far in this class and just general education on race, I've uh, learned a lot about like big structures and um, some, some things that are seen more across the nation as a whole. And sometimes feel a little distant from our immediate community but I think this book will really tackle the root of race and racism in suburban communities like Orinda so I think it'll really offer a new perspective on um, the role that race plays in my life and yeah um so now that we've uh, kind of explained <laughs> what our books are talking about. I don't know if any of you have anything else to add, but um, 
I really look forward to continuing this conversation in the future and hearing a little more about what's going on in each of our books and what we've learned from that. But until then, um, I guess that's a wrap. See you next time.